0: All right, everybody, welcome to, welcome back to another Hive In Session. Uh, I'm your host, as always, Ben, and I'm really pleased to be joined by Mark Crabtree today.
1: Mark, thank you very much for coming on with me. You're welcome. Nice to see you.
0: My pleasure. So uh, do you want to, um, I'll say what, Mark, do you want to give us a quick, uh, quick run through of uh, who you are and, and what you do?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm uh, Mark Crabtree. Um, I was at Durham University until October 2018, where I was assistant HR director responsible for leadership and organization development. Um, but since April 2019, um, I've been running my own consultancy, um, which specializes in leadership organization development. Um, but I guess I, I'm interested in change and transformation and about how to support people through change and transformation. So that's the, the bit that really interests me and gets me up on the morning, I guess.
0: Excellent, and I, I think it's I think it's a thing that you have in common with a lot of people who will be watching uh, watching this series, and, and people who generally you know come to uh, come to have a chat with Hive and have a look at some of our content. So I understand you're going to be talking to us about kind of more transformational HR today, Mark, and sort of what you're calling the the four R's.
1: Yeah, um, the, the four R's is something I, I've been thinking about for a little while, and I guess it's really coming to its own due to the pandemic and when people start talking about getting ready for the new normal, although I'm not sure what's going really to be normal, to be perfectly honest. And, and I guess the, the kind of thing that I'm interested in is creating space for people to really think about how they need to pivot, change um, their ways of working or their strategies, you know, based on their experiences. Because I think it's very easy for people to say, OK, you know, we're coming out of lockdown and we're going to open businesses and we'll just go to the, you know, back to the way it was before. Um, but I'm not sure that's the right thing to do. I think we've got to really sit back and reflect and learn. So, so yeah, I, I came up with the with the four R's, um, which stands for reflect, um, review, reconnect, and reboot. So, reflect, review, reconnect, and reboot. So, those are the the, the things that I'm, I'm actually interested in. Mm.
0: I think that you know it, it's a really interesting it's a really interesting topic and it's certainly, I can't can't think of a better time really for it um, in the sense that, you know, going back to the you know the back to normal, or even as you say, Mark, you know, kind of the idea of this this new normal. It, it does seem, certainly from my perspective, it seems to be a little bit kind of fanciful. I think the idea that people are just going to fall back into doing things the way that they had been. It's funny. I've actually I've got a bit of a um, I've got a bet on with uh, with my dad. Uh, his attitude is that sort of post vaccinations and assuming everything goes uh, as well as everyone's hoping it does. He thinks that there's just sort of too much infrastructure for us to kind of want to change and, and go back to any. Uh, excuse me, and, and kind of uh, approach it a different way. He's kind of, oh, we'll all be back in offices by October, Monday to Friday, 9 to 5. And I'm sitting there thinking, nah, I th-, too many people have seen the other side of it for the, for the genie to go back in the bottle. Um, in in to, to my mind, I think that, you know, I think the commute, you know, people talk about the commute a lot. I think that will probably be, quite a big nail in the coffin for you know people not wanting to go back to the way things were uh, because it's it's time that you're missing out on with your family or or time for yourself in the form of morning exercise or whatever and I think that you know part of what you're talking about is this kind of this this I mean I'm sure you're going to take the stage just kind of one by one but certainly in in terms of this reflect and review I mean I think when people reflect on the amount of hours that they've spent in a little metal box going down a motorway just to go to somewhere that they've just you know they just had to be for eight hours never questioned why until recently you know it it, surely even that that period of reflection is going to give enough people the the space to think actually there is a better way of doing this right
1: absolutely yeah yeah I mean I I think you know when we look at um the, the world of work I mean I think it has changed I mean I think there are those who are really wanting to go back to the physical office because they miss those kind of incidental conversations incidental learning and, and the, you know, we are social creatures. We know we want to meet, mingle with people. Um, um, but there are those who say, you know, as you said, I don't miss the two hour commute. I don't miss driving down the motorway in that little metal box. I've actually got more time to spend with my, my friends, my family, my loved ones to exercise. So I think it's this kind of blended approach. Um, and I don't think we can really assume that one size fits all. But that's yeah. what the challenge is going to be. You know, but there'll be those who say, I want to go back. And there'll those who say, no, I want to stay where I am. And it's about how do we deal with all these different views and, and different expectations. But mm-hmm. I think part of this is we've got to create space to have those conversations. We've got to create space to, to really learn from our experiences and also to hear about people's expectations going forward. And if we don't create that space, i think you know conflict will rise in organisations we're going to have lots of people feeling a little bit uncomfortable about the world of work so i think it, the time is now to to talk even more mm-hmm. than that you know about what do we want this world of work to be going forward
0: i, I think that's absolutely right and i mean i suppose that, that the initial question that springs to mind there mark is kind of what are some simple ways that you know Practitioners watching this um, or listening to this, as the case may be, can sort of start to facilitate conversations like this.
1: Yeah, I mean, shall I, I so I'll take you through the four hours? And I mean, yeah, yeah, please do. So, I mean, I guess that the starting point for this was, was me thinking about, you know, what are the main questions that are keeping leaders awake at night about their organization? You know, what what is the future looking like for them, and how are they going to pivot, adapt to, to move forward? So the four hours, as I said, it was reflect, review, reconnect, and reboot. So the, the reflect bit for me is we've we've got to um, understand and create space for that kind of deep reflection, and it's about hearing about what people have experienced over the last twelve months, or even longer longer than twelve months, and it's about creating that space and opportunities for people to have real deep conversations. So how have you experienced it? What's worked for you? What hasn't worked for you? you know, what have you missed? What have you gained? You know, how has this affected you in terms of a mental well-being uh, perspective or a productivity perspective? So, so let's really create that kind of space to have those kind of reflective conversations. And I think, you know, by, by doing that, we can start to really unpick people's experiences and start to really think about what their aspirations may be going forward. So the reflect bit is just creating that space and and having those kind of conversations. And sometimes I think it's worthwhile having those conversations facilitated by somebody coming in and asking the naive question. And I think you know the good thing about asking the naive question is you know it's probably there in our minds anyway, but we don't feel able to say it. So somebody articulating that for you, I think, is is really important. But the the, the review bit is is then thinking, okay, so. Now, what do we need to keep? So what have we learned that we've really benefited from? So how do we keep that or how do we adapt that to make sure we keep going with that new way of working going forward? Um, What do we want to ditch? What's been really difficult? What have we really missed and how can we get those things back? What has worked for us? What hasn't worked for us? What should we stop doing and what should we start doing? And I guess it's about really reviewing that last 12 months based on that reflection to start to get a a shopping list of the things that we want to keep and preserve going forward or the things to say, you know what, that's really been at the heart of the way we've done work. We've got to try and get that back in some format. And, And it'll start to help us think about how we communicate, how we support, how we train, how we develop, develop. And that I think is important because we then need to think about you know, how do we reconnect? And um, I'm talking about reconnecting with all stakeholders here. And, and how do we reconnect with them? And um, it was funny, I, I was lucky enough to talk to a guy in Toronto um, a few months ago. And uh, he was saying, look, you know, there's his favorite restaurant. That I used to go to, and they said it's been closed for a while because of the the pandemic, and now it's opening up. And I'm saying, well, you know, if you think about a restaurant, what you've got to really think about as that restaurant is, what is your restaurant about? You know, is it about fine food and fine dining and the real culinary experience, or is it about you know the space for conversations and relaxation and and having a bit of a crack and you know having a pizza (laughs) with a mate or something? So if you really think about what your customers really want, you know, if you're going back to this new way of, of operating where we perhaps have to social distance for a little while now, how are you going to you know, reboot your business without thinking about what your stakeholders and what your customers are really wanting? And let's have that kind of conversation and think about how we reboot our business. But before that, think about how we're going to reconnect So reconnection for me is how do we reconnect with our customers? How do we learn about their experiences, their aspirations, the things that they want? How do we reconnect with our suppliers and think about things from their perspective? How do we do business with them? How do we reconnect with our employees, our our managers, our staff, our colleagues? So so I think it's, it's about really thinking about that reconnection bit and and really learning from other people's experiences. So if we can reflect, you know, on our own experiences, if we can review and we can think about we we can we can reconnect and how we can reconnect, the next thing is then we've got to reboot. You know, we, we've got to reboot the business. Now it's not a case of you know turning it off and turning it back on again. What I mean by reboot is really sort of learning from this and melding your organization, shaping your organization so it's fit for the way forward. And, you know, people talk about the new normal. I'm not sure it is going to be normal. I think it's going to be different. Mm. Let's celebrate that difference. But let's make sure that we we build something that is purposeful, correct, and based on people's wants, needs, and experiences. So that's where the 4R bit came from and you know i just want people to have that deep reflection and i just thought four hours you can remember it it's you know it's fairly easy fairly straightforward so that's Absolutely. what that's what it came about with really
0: oh no you know as as i say i think that you know now is the perfect time for businesses to be to be thinking like this i mean it's um like I've kind of long been saying in in kind of to people that I speak with, like there isn't really any point in, you know, going to your people with a strategy that you've come up with almost completely independently. You know, we want to be crowdsourcing, you know, the challenges and the opportunities and understanding how we can create, as I say, like a plan, a policy, a strategy, whatever it might be, that is going to kind of take into account what everybody's been, you know, kind of individually as much as possible, but also collectively going through. I mean, the idea that, you know, as an employee anyway, you know, the idea that, you know, I could come back to work for a business that's just going to try and act like the last 12 months hasn't happened. It just makes you feel like they're going to be completely out of touch with, with reality almost. And, you know, the way that I quite see it most compellingly framed, or, or perhaps this is maybe a little bit more manipulative on the part of the people who are framing it in this way, is, is that kind of battle for talent you know, like if you're an organization that isn't prepared to, you know, offer somebody the flexibility that the last 12 months have maybe forced you to, or, you know, you you decide that it is going to be back to the office Monday to Friday, nine to five, for example, you do risk, you know, losing people to, you know, more, what's the word kind of future facing um, organizations and things like that. So I think that um, there's lots of sort of opportunities for businesses, but equally, you know, I would argue that you know, the the potential challenges are are quite real for them as well.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I I, I was doing some writing um, early on uh, this year and uh, it was just after the the first lockdown, really. I'm saying, you know, we've got to understand how people have experienced this, you know, because there's those who were furloughed who didn't want to be furloughed, those who were working who wanted to be furloughed, you know, those who are grieving and haven't been able to grieve properly, there's those who have developed habits, there's those who are balancing homeschooling with demanding jobs and there's a whole range of people's experiences you know and we've got to listen to their voices and we've got to listen to things you know that have really been impactful for them and, and also you know we've got to understand that you know businesses have got to meet the needs of shareholders they've got to meet the needs of their customers as well um, but how do you balance that with the needs of all your stakeholders it's, it's really difficult and, you know, you, you read the news and I was reading something over the weekend about, you know, some call centers wanting to install cameras onto people's, you know, laptops them working and you think, hang on a minute. You know, what we've got to do here um, is we've got to be really, really careful. And the, the thing that um, I'm interested in is that I've done some stuff on mental health as well in, in the past 18 months. And I'm a real um, advocate of something called Marking the Boundaries. So what I mean by marking the boundaries is, is something that says you're no longer at work. You know, you're now outside of work with your family or you're doing things that you enjoy. And for some, that commute is, is a boundary. You know, I've I come across people in the past who said, you know, when I was working at Durham, would say we talk about work from Durham to the Angel of the North. And then from the Angel of the North onwards, we talk about things that are not, nothing to do with work. And then we do it completely opposite direction going away. But So the, <laughs> the angel of the north was that boundary. So that community yeah. is really important. How do you do that working from home, especially when your working space is in your bedroom, you know, where you've got that laptop winking at you during, you know, the, the evening thinking, God, did I send that email? I'm just going So mm. I think you just to be really careful and think about those kind of things as well. So, you know, it, it isn't one size fit all. And I think, we've got to be aware of that and, and just not expect people to suddenly say, you know, yeah, I can blend work and home together because for me, it doesn't feel right. Now that's my own personal experience. I'm lucky, you know, I've got a room, which is now my office. Um, but the other things I do, and this this sounds crazy is that even though I've worked from home for the last, you know, two years now, um, I've got clothes that I wear when I'm working and clothes that I wear when I'm not working. Um, it's not a uniform as such, but it, it, so it's a boundary. It's something that says, look, you know, you're no longer you know, driving your business. Mm-hmm. How do we create that space for people to you know, balance their, their needs and their wants and their work and everything? And I just think we've, we've got to think carefully, and that's why you know, the reflection and the reviewing bit you know, is, is really important. Um, otherwise, you know, we could be storing things up for the future. I don't think we know uh, and we won't know for many years what impact these last 12 months have really had on us. You know, I think yes. that it's going to take a long time for everything to come out.
0: Totally agree. But, um, you, know, and I, and I, and I, you know, and I agree with with you, Mark. I think that, you know, the best place that we can all start is by, you know, having a real you know for want of a better word a real audit as to what the last 12 months has meant for uh, you know for the people inside our organizations and for us and um you know kind of do that do that reflect period and then review and as you say reconnect probably that's the one i'm looking forward to the most uh, and then you know we'll see what the reboot has in store but uh,
1: yeah i mean reconnect i think is really important it's about how do we reconnect reconnect in an authentic way you know and how do hmm. we that. And, and I think absolutely. And, you know, I think it is about having an audit, having a conversation. But let's give it some purpose. Let's give it some structure. So we, we really do learn from this. Mm-hmm. and we, You know, we, we do create something that, that brings the best out of people and develops that talent and attracts talent. So I think that, that's really important. Hundred percent.
0: Well, unfortunately, that's all the time we've got for for this episode of Hive in session. I wish this. I'm hoping this is going to be perhaps a, a longer conversation that we get to have another time, Mark. But thank you so very much for joining me.
1: You're more than welcome. Really enjoyed it. So thank you very much for the opportunity.
0: Excellent. And thank you for joining us, everybody. And we'll see you in the next one.